Welcome to War of the Bay podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. And I'm like the lead singer of the band, dude. Like, everybody's got a fucking problem with me, dude. And they just need to take it up with me after the show. I guess that would make me the, the drummer. Am I the drummer? That would make you, uh, you'd be, um... Kyle's definitely like lead drummer you'd be, you'd bass. be proof. You'd be proof, and then, um, Anthony would be, uh... Conniver or Slim, either one, one of the two. You want to hear this Make lineup of bands that's getting ready to have a concert? Yeah, let's hear it. Let's Drowning Pool. Wait, wait, name name three and see if Nick can name the other one. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually only three. Okay. Okay, so name. Okay, so Drowning Pool. So name name another one, and I'll get the third. Sick Puppies. Okay. Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> no. Uh, wait. Oh, hold on. Let me try. Um, let me try. I'm gonna wager a guess. Drowning Pool, Sick Puppies, and Godsmack. Nope. Damn it. Disturbed? Nope. Okay. Um, so Wait, not. Is, nope. the, is the band bigger or smaller than the previous two? Uh, Have you named the It's kind of hard to say. Okay, Have so you named uh, the, is it on par with Drowning Pool? No. Trapped. Papa Roach. He was part of something that was huge. Stone the Sour. Biscuit. Oh, Fred Durst. Nope. Uh, part of something that was huge. Mm, Dave Grohl, Alter Bridge. What's Scott Snap's Alter Bridge. The news. Today. Is it Scott Snap? Yeah, he's oh. banned. Just, it's playing with Drowning Pool and Scott's sick puppies. Oh boy! Whoa, that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a that's a, <laughs> Can you imagine the crowd mixing for that? I came here for Scott Snap. Well, I came here for sick puppies. Well, I just heard the news today, <laughs> and uh, oh, God. <laughs> we, we, you know. We really need like one of these running counts of like how many episodes since Scott Stapp made an appearance, and it would just go to zero. I want right to get him on the show one day. Yeah, he probably. That's our holy grail. That's our holy fucking grail. If Scott Stapp could come on and talk about the Marlins, that'd be. <laughs> this is not word of the South Florida. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. I'm Anthony. And I'm, I'm Scott Stapp. Stapp. <laughs> <laughs> And if he, you getting me, wide open. You would get top billing. <sighs> I, I, no, Scott Staff, no, he goes behind. He we goes play it. All right, we play arms wide open, but we do it like on the Jimmy Fallon show with like kazoos and like kids, kids' <laughs> instruments, <laughs> like a xylophone. No, this is what <laughs> yeah. we do. We play the song. We play arms wide open, like the instrumental uh, version. No, <laughs> or yeah, the, the instrumental version or something. And then we turn down the music, and then you so, like you hear like somebody still singing. Like what's what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Scott Stapp. That's how I envision that going. You know that the, the conversation would inevitably turn into. Of course, like, it would. A Creed stories, just Creed stories. Just like, oh god, how much cocaine did you do? Really? Oh, yeah, I don't care about any. I don't yeah. care about anything that you're saying right now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I regret this. Um, not a lot to talk about today. In the in the world of sports, uh, I don't know if the Bucks have done any anything worth talking about. It's kind of uh, like we're we're t minus a month away from hard knocks. Roberto Aguayo's made out, he out kicked um, Folk again. Folk again. Why do I know that? Why do I know this? Why would I? Why why would I know that? I, because I he's the second rounder, and you have to kind of cut. Up on he's getting cut. Okay, he's getting cut. getting cut, or is it Folk? Aguayo's getting cut. He's done. He's not kicking for us this year. I'm tired. Can we stop with the kickers? <laughs> if he does, if he does Please. kick for us this year, I'm, I'm so <laughs> tired of it. I'm so over it. I just I don't um, care anymore. Let's see. Who cares who kicks? 
Um, I don't know. I noticed that one of the TV, way too much of our lives to this. Um, Remember, one of the interviews anything? and one of the Ray's highlights videos for t uh, uh, or Bucks Ray's bolts was was taken down and suspended. Oh, they finally caught him, huh? Yeah. So I don't know if that's a continuing thing. Oh, that's uh, that's interesting. His his interview forever lost because he didn't upload his track. So, <laughs> uh, in his defense, he didn't know he had to. But um, it does prompt you, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, David Carr signed a ridiculous contract today. Five years, one hundred and twenty-five million. Goodness, I didn't hear a number on it. Yeah, first of all, good for him. Second of all, let's all let, let's let, let's do this thing again where I explain to everybody how 5 years 125 million dollars is not what he's going to get paid. It's no, going to be like, that's like 3 years 80, Yeah, if 3 years like, if he's million, lucky, something yeah. like that. Oh but, yeah. You, yeah, well, well, no, hey, that's still good. You're right, Anthony. No, that's still good. <laughs> I I want David Carr to be paid 5 years 125 million dollars. Like I think yeah. NFL players deserve their entire contracts, not yeah. just this portion that they that the the NFL GM seem to somehow like finagle out of them. Like, somehow, hey. somehow the Bucks can cut Levante David next year and not owe him a dime. Oh yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> what? What do you mean? Like, was why even sign the fucking contract? Why does everybody just sign one year deals all the fucking time, like in the NBA, for a lot of money? That'd be insane. Can you imagine the league? I would. Actually, no. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like then, it either. The, the teams would be different every year. Uh, oh shit! Parody. I can't. I. I can't even run like, away. I can't wrap my head around the run whole away. NBA thing. I'm like, why? Like, that there's like there's just like four or five super teams, and that's there's it. Two. Why do you? Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay, so I did. I heard something on Mike and Mike the other day because I know, like you guys say, I'm the ESPN guy. But boo. Eh, I like Mike and Mike. It seems to be the one show where they still talk about sports most of the time. Anywho. Um, they compared it and said, like, well, in the NFL, there's there's so many superstars. You know, there's a lot of superstars in NBA in the NBA since they kind of have to do the same thing that play defense and offense at the same time. It's a certain body type, and there's only like 15, 16 superstars That's in true. in the NBA. So you're not yeah, going to be able to split them up. Yeah, but you're not even if you'd played it, you know, adequately, you're not going to every other team's going to have a, a superstar. They're going to want to go to at least where the other good guys play. I mean, I can see why they would, you know, congregate. It's true though. I mean, it, like basketball you have like a select few. Baseball is kind of like the talent pool is so vast that there's like that exactly. it's kind of yep. like who knows. NFL seems like there's two to each team. Like you well, got, look at the you rosters. Got... Look at the rosters. How many full, what's a full roster for an NBA team? Like yeah, well, 11 guys, right? <laughs> 12 11 12 guys. I think so. I think like they don't they they, so, they you know, we have a 53 man roster in football. There's what's the um Roster update baseball 25 man roster. Uh, I believe it is 25 man roster. I think you're right. Hockey, there's three goalies, six, nine, and math. Um, like 21 goal, 21 players, 21 goalies, 21 goalies. <laughs> <laughs> greatest hockey team ever. 21 players, you know, it, it, when it could just comparison, there's only a certain amount. There's a, there's a finite amount of professional basketball players in, in America. So you're right. I, I, I think it comes down to the fact that um, football and baseball and hockey are better sports. Yep. As, I don't know. I don't know what to say. 
Got a talent pool. Sorry, I'm sorry <laughs> about your luck. <laughs> I think I think basketball's problem is competitive balance right now. I think the game itself can be really entertaining, but I just think that it's right now it's just really boring because it's like, well, I mean, yeah, I could root for the Orlando Magic, but they aren't going to ever do dick as long as the Warriors are around, as long as they can't draft well. So, whatever. Like, I'm just going to maybe get the eighth seed and then get our ass handed to us. Like, I just I don't see the incentive for. I just I don't see the incentive for any new fans to jump into basketball right now, unless you're going to root for Golden State or Cleveland. You just would never see like the Predators story happen in the NBA. There's no eight seed that's going to go in there and shock the hell out of either the Warriors or Cleveland or Boston or the Spurs or whoever happens to have it this year. It's basically a buy round for that team. Yeah, (laughs) it is. It's like, all right, we're going to rest some guys, maybe win it in six and uh, see what happens. Six, try four. Well, the like, thing that's like that's the Warriors, yeah, like that's just the this. Warriors year. played like half basketball and won and swept like the first three series of the <laughs> they fucking played, playoffs. Like, they had they didn't lose a game to the finals. Yeah, yep. they lost they one game the entire one playoff. Game. Yeah, one game longer than it took one game longer than minimum to win a, a, a NBA championship. And then, that, in, in my opinion, that alone makes it the easiest sport to win. It's that's what it seems like. There's like it has the most three peats. It has it has all that kind of. Uh, yeah, it beat. goes from dynasty to dynasty to well, dynasty. It was like the heat, and then when and LeBron got mobbed went, up refs. Yeah, the mobbed up refs. I well at, at the same time look at look at hockey and football too and baseball even like there's it's, it always seems like uh, hockey especially it's um, it's either Pittsburgh or Chicago or L A or you know they, there's that graphic that gets passed right every time that um, there's there is a little basketball news that is slow slightly related to the area uh anybody oh, yeah. remember dwight howard yeah of course he uh he's made his way to now his like fourth or fifth team he just got traded to the um the charlotte yeah. Uh, franchise yeah, while doing a q a on twitter that was hilarious. <laughs> wait what dwight howard was doing like a q a on twitter and he, he gets traded. traded in the middle of it yeah, good for him. And he was talking about like other trades that were being rumored and stuff like that, because like fans were asking him, and all of a sudden, yeah, he. he uh, but he, that's a far fall from grace. Like, he, dude, to... big. It's hard to have a long career as a big dude. Like your knees, like just, yeah, your whole who, body who? starts to give out eventually. Like I, I, by no means am so I so much gravity pulling on you. By no means am I a basketball analyst, but who who's the last famous big man you could think of? Like Tim Jack. Duncan. Shaq, Shaq O'Neal was Tim Duncan a big man? I don't know. Yeah, all these, he was, all these I, guys I don't know, dude. Who, who you asking? I, exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. <Yeah. laughs> I like think I said, his name was most Rodman. people that talk basketball don't know shit, so we fit right in. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just like everybody that's talking the, the McGregor Mayweather thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all of a sudden, everybody's a boxing expert. Yeah, you don't know, man. Go tire him out. You don't know. You don't know. I love that guy. I want to meet that guy. That's like McGregor. You don't even know, man. McGregor's Jamie, pull gonna, that up. Gonna, yeah, Jamie, pull it up. Uh, McGregor's gonna. He's gonna. Uh, I told you guys to stop calling me Jamie. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Vegas. Yep, expansion draft. Jason Garrison gone. Uh, Nikita Gutsev gone. Gone. I mean. To, so they he, would take. He might have been gone anyway, but whatever. So all of a sudden, the Lightning have twenty-three million dollars to play with. 
<laughs> what was it beforehand, just out of curiosity? Not that. It was very low. And when we signed Plot and Johnson, it's it was just going to get it was just going to be it was going we were going to be riding up against the cap. But I huh. I mean, Iserman apparently had deals in place a week ago to protect Kuku and Dachin and for them to take Garrison. So, so this is good on him. This is essentially the foretelling of somebody's mainly use uh, bold predictions coming true, right? This definitely means Kukush is going to get uh, a sign, right? Yeah, or the extension? Dude, if he doesn't get signed, I'm going to lose my mind. He can't get it signed. He can't sign an extension right no, now. No, but I'm just saying, if, if if he doesn't if he doesn't get re-signed to a long-term deal, then I'm going to lose my mind. You can't. You can't. I think within so many years of signing an extension, you can't sign another one in the NHL. You kind of have to wait. Um, draw books. More drama. <laughs> draw that. Draw that shit <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he's going to be an RFA again. So like. Someone's gonna have to offer shoot him. I can't imagine he goes anywhere else at this point now. No, the, the money's gonna be there for yeah. sure. Now we've, I mean, the only now. So Garrison only had one year left, but like, you kind of need that money now. So you make the move to get that mo- get to his money now. Um, otherwise, you know, Callahan's deal is still on the books, and Kalorn, and those are really the only two like contracts that I could see like Eiserman trying to move from this point forward. Uh, I think Callahan gets bought out at some point, but I, I think w- I would assume that I would well. like that. Yeah, but so now we're kind of in a situation where rebuild is not the right word. We're not rebuilding. I think retooling is the correct word. Yeah, re- uh, I wouldn't say re anything. I I, I yeah. think if anything, we're re reloading. We're yeah. we're still very much going to be in the playoffs. I I, I see our I see us being towards the top of the Eastern Conference over as a whole. Yeah, I see us picking up another top four defenseman through a trade or and yeah. or free agency because now we have the money to be a player in that market. I hope they don't give give somebody like Shattenkirk a ridiculous deal. I don't want to see Shattenkirk. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. fit the Lightning way. He he he's just not no. Uh-uh. But protecting Cuckoo was a good sign that shows mm-hmm. that the organization still and has Dachin. faith in him. And Dotson, I mean, you could say well, I, I wouldn't mind if they took Dotson, but <laughs> <laughs> I think he's better than money. For, I think he's better money for talent wise than Garrison. Yeah, I mean, Garrison was a shell of his former self all year last year. Of course, but um, I don't know. Uh, it's 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 going to be interesting now. There's money to play with. There's guys to be signed. Eiserman uh, really wants to keep Yanni Gord, which I agree with. I think you should definitely try to keep him in the fold. Uh, Plot's going to get his help? deal. Plot's going to get his deal for sure. I guess Johnson's going to get a deal. I think it's going to be a lot less than what people would have said two years ago, I would hope. Yeah. Um, and hey, Anthony. From that, what? You see Schuster getting traded? No. I, I think they might sign him for like a year, maybe two-year deal again. Because like he's an RFA, right? Yeah. I, I don't see um, – I think Eiserman likes his depth, and even though that, even though Schuster like hasn't really grown since a couple of years ago, like he just sort of stayed stagnant. Like, whatever, he can stick him on the bottom pair, scratch him some nights. Like, but just don't give him anything more than like a year or yeah. two. Yeah, and don't give him a lot of money, please. <laughs> in those years, um, and then Witko is the other guy. He's a UFA. Eiserman said today that he wants to reassign him, but I, I don't think he's going to. I think Witko's going to take another opportunity because the only reason he ever got up in the lineup last year is because people got hurt. So, like, it's it's sort of 
sort of a March or so situation where his playing time is immediately going to be cut into, especially if they add another defenseman and Sergachev makes the team. Like, there's just kind of no room for him at that point. Um, other than that, Sergachev's not making the team though. I yeah, I he's too young. Can't imagine, especially. And with, if he does, he's not going to play where he should. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Is I don't think talent wise he'll show that he won't make the team. I just feel like he'll have enough. Or he'll have enough options left in his um, contract because he's eighteen. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can still send him to juniors. Yeah, so it's gonna. Now we just we're gonna have an interesting off season. I, I think. Um, oh, we've already had an interesting off season. Yeah, I, I believe. I, I think that 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 this, <clears throat> the whole Druin thing. That to to go back to that is is. Um, this is like the first time I, I actually feel like like Eisenman stuck his neck out for like something and, and like is actually kind of like on the hook for something where you can be like, well, if this doesn't pan out, then Jesus Christ. Um, I, don't, I certainly don't think his job is going to be in danger, but um, you know, a week after a week after it happened, that's kind of that's kind of how I feel. I, um, you know, Eisenman said it himself. You know, every trade has risk. Every trade you make has some sort of risk. Um, you know, those draft picks that we gave Vegas to take Garrison, you know, they could draft somebody with those and that guy could turn into a star. And everybody goes, well, you know, all you had to do is wait another year and his contract would have came off the books, but you gave up this asset. Like, I mean, that's nitpicky, but it's true. People will do that. People will trace it all the way back and then put the blame somewhere. But I don't know. The Druin thing, I still, I think Druin's going to go to Montreal and he's going to flourish and he's going to turn into the player that everybody thought he would be. But if Sergachev turns in the player that everybody thinks he'll be, then it kind of balances out, and then it's, it's easier to pill to swallow. I think it really hinges on on Sergachev and what he really becomes, if you know, in terms of how we feel about Drew in three to four years from now. Yeah, I, that, that's the thing because um, we we're, we're like we're, we're such like an offensive team. Well, we, not anymore, but we used to. Well, be. we used to be, but I'm just saying we had we had a lot of a lot of offense. I think that's pieces. the way we're perceived. Yeah, we have offensive pieces that get used in a defensive system. But the knock, the knock is that we just thought that we haven't had the defenseman. We haven't had the, had the defense. We haven't been able to play in front of our goalies. Uh, and so he's kind of done something to address that. And, and, and it's, I mean, it's a big splash thing. But uh, I mean, Sergachev is the kind of guy that you put, you plop into your organization, and then he, you have another spot locked up for years to come sort of right that's that's what this they is, want Sergachev to be it's, they the want horizon, him to be right? like not maybe not talent wise but they you know like he's not, obviously like if he becomes as good as Victor Hedman then I'll then you know the, who Jonathan who but <laughs> <laughs> but um you know they, they just you you want guys like that in your organization guys that you can give a long deal and they just they're just steady for you and they're really they're really good and really steady like a strawman or a headman or something like that. And I think Sergachev has the potential to be that kind of guy. If um, but that's that's obviously on the horizon. Yeah, a lot of like Montreal people like for the I like to gauge the reaction from uh, opposing fans. Opposing fans. So I always like yeah. check out their tweets and everything. Oh, and, yeah, they're, you know, that's how usually how you can tell. As for as many fans that were like pumped about Drew, and there was there was just as many that were like, Fuck, why did we give him away? Like, why did we give Circuit Jeff yeah, away? Montreal has a has no young defensive prospects anymore. That was their last really good one. So mm-hmm. now they're sort of. And he gave up Subban for Weber. <laughs> and <laughs> Montreal doesn't like so, defense. Yeah, their defense is going to be absolute dog shit this year. But their offense will be better. 
Yay. Yeah. Unless they trade Galchenyuk, which they looks like they're going to do, which will just be another step back. I'll trade you your best defenseman for some poutine. <laughs> like that. It's, can, it's, can, it's Canada, you know. You can always count on it. I really want good poutine. I just, Too bad you can't find it in this state. Pretty good poutine. Do they? Yeah. It's all there for me. That's, those are all my favorites, like gravy and cheese and French fries. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta imagine like it's like it's a match made in heaven. But I've just never, I've never had good poutine. Oh, oh, oh. Eiserman wants to get a winger too before the oh, season okay, I'm starts. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He said he wants a top nine winger. Hmm. Could be left or right. So we we kind of briefly touched on the Golden Knights roster. Do you want to do some highlights of who's on them? Oh boy! <laughs> uh, I mean, is there Mark Andre Fleury and and everybody else? Well, there's well, there's there's one or two good ones. Uh, Marchessault right. from the Panthers. That was a that was a good sign from them. Um, James Neal. Yeah, from, that was a fantastic one. Please, yeah, take please him. get him away <laughs> yeah, from us. <laughs> yeah, it's true. These well, we're gonna still see him twice, but to the west. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> so James Neal. Uh, that was a big one. Mm-hmm. Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. Um, how old? I was. Just, I, I I opened up his Wikipedia page. I don't know how old he is. He, but he's all the of, ages are right. Oh, thirty two. Oh, okay. Cody Eakin from the Stars. That's another good one. Yeah. This Ross, okay, hold on. I gotta find this tweet because it's ridiculous how many assets they've gotten for all these little like seventeen, all these little protect, all these little protected moves and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Give me one. Oh, the, oh, the uh, here, take this so you don't touch this guy. The Golden Knights <laughs> ha- already have twenty nine picks in the next three drafts, including five first rounders and seven second rounders. Jeez. Hmm. That sounds like a- an organization. Mark my words, five years from now, they're gonna be pretty good. That's the thing. If they don't fuck this up, <laughs> yeah, it's true. If they don't somehow, if they don't it. fuck this up, the Golden Knights are going to be a powerhouse. Famous, real famous last words fucking in sports. Quickly. Yeah. Famous last words in sports. That's the whole thing. It's so easy to tear down, or in this case, like start from scratch. You have no bad assets on the books. Everything's clean, and all these teams are at your fucking mercy. Yep. You can get as much as you want, but if you go and draft poorly, it ain't going to fucking you. matter That's one bit. <laughs> Because your roster right now only, is dog shit. Not only that, like if you have, if you have, well, I guess no, no, they, 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 they can have, they have leniency here to have a few bad years. Um, oh yeah, no, so. this roster, this, this yeah. roster yeah. makes the Coyotes look deep. Yeah, they're gonna tank hard, and, they, and that's what you should look. I hate when expansion teams come in the league and try to win right away. Fuck that, tank, right. tank, tank to tank, tank, tank. And collect all the assets you can, and then make the run for it. That's just, that's not how you build a fan base. But at the same time, it really doesn't matter because they have their new stadium deal in place. I mean, everything's there. Well, the they stadium like, is really tiny too. Have you? Yeah, it's, it's I, like a nineteen thousand seat stadium. I feel like they did this one right. I mean, I think this is how you do a southern hockey team, like especially in a market like Vegas. Like this is kind of how you do it. You do a small, very small, modest uh, stadium. I'm sure it's like state of the art and has all the bells and whistles, and then. Uh, it, it appears that they have a GM that knows what the fuck he's doing and is, is just kind of biding his time to, you know, make a winner. Could you imagine a, a, a championship team in Vegas? It'd be crazy. Yeah. If they do it right, man, they're going to be a fucking powerhouse. No doubt about it. Vegas could have two great teams. Like, the Raiders are on the rise, man. Raiders are going to be uh, oh my God, uh, I a forgot the playoff team next the year. Raiders, when do they start playing in Vegas? Like, not next season. The season this, after, year, right? this year, I believe, right? This year, I think. Yeah. What? Where? I think I'm, they're already called the I'm Las Vegas Raiders. Sure that they're really they're already called the Vegas Raiders. Yeah, 
Because they sent like a like a, a, a note to the hold on, Golden hold Knights. Hold on, I'm going to NFL.com. I'm looking it up on the Wikipedia. This is a very, very reliable source here. <laughs> For, you know, stuff. Oh, no, they're still called the Oakland Raiders. Mm. So they're going to play in Oakland at least one more year. The Raiders, blah, 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 did this and that. Um, let's see. Las Vegas. Uh, Raiders revealed on March 8th. Bank of America Studio, which will be replaced in Sheldon and blah, blah. March 27th, 2018. Yeah, so next season. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, the Raiders plan on the Raiders plan on continuing to play in Oakland at least through 2018, pending the, the completion of a new Vegas stadium. Oh, so not even next year. The team's 53,000 2017 season tickets were all sold out by late May. Um, hmm. Okay. So, th- so in conclusion, uh, thank you, Vegas Knights, for playing us out of the last year of the Scarrison contract. Yeah. That was very nice of you. We will we never forget that as we pound your head into the ice for the next few years. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with flower power. <laughs> He's yeah. sketchy at best. He was so happy to get out of Pittsburgh. Like, well, he was I think so it was a it was a match made in heaven because he knew Matt Murray was supplanting him. Pittsburgh knew Matt Murray was supplanting him, and this way Vegas gets a you know quote unquote a lister because the guy's not a bad goalie and his name <laughs> that defense in front of him is going to be god awful. Oh, god. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> going to face like 70 shots a night. Watch. Vegas is going to set like a new record for goals allowed. Their first game against is uh, their first game is against the Coyotes. All right, so maybe they'll start maybe they'll start off like us and score like uh our, wasn't our first game against the Blackhawks we won like 7 to 1. Yeah, we uh What's his name? Scored four, some uh Contos? Yeah, Chris Contos Stay got a hat trick. Yeah. No, four goals. Stelios Contos. Patrick plus one. They call me Cuban Pete. I'm, I'm the, the master king of the, the Ruben beat. Mm-hmm. When the girls hit me, chicky boom, chicky boom, Now I want to watch The Mask. I know. That's why it's in my head because I watched The Mask recently. Tommy Gun. God, we, I can go on forever, but we we gotta stay on the we gotta stay on topic. Here. <laughs> no, go. We went too far off topic. Talk about it. I fucking love Jim Carrey. Like nineteen ninety, he's been blacklisted. I guess so, because he's got a lot of weird. He got into the vaccine yeah. thing too. And... Gets a little, gets a, he gets a little preachy from time no, to time. No, but I watched, I rewatched the first Ace Inventor the other day. I was still it. fucking makes me laugh. Still holds I still yeah. think the second one's better. When Nature Calls is is better. It is They're both good. If 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 you're a little bit more in the if you're a little bit more of a social justice warrior, the the first one is like pretty transphobic as far as like um, you know. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's Finkel so, is Einhorn. Yeah. I mean, Einhorn is a man. That whole thing is oh, like. Oh God. This day and age, I don't think you'd see that that level of of. Um, but it's I mean it's still a classic comedy and then yeah I think I yeah. like the second one too. I love that scene where he's in like the down bummer. in the mental institution. Yes. And, he, and, he, and he goes in the closet and the guy's like open a door he like tries to hide in that little fucking box <laughs> I, I still think the best scene out of all the movie uh, out of all of them was when he's in the rhino he's got the little fan and it goes pretty out hot, like, pretty hot these rhinos, rhinos. <laughs> air <Yes. laughs> and he comes up the butt uh, 
great. Good old movies. We should watch that, even or though the, there's no sports involved. Well, we can watch wow, the first one because the we, Dolphins. We got to do... That's all. Oh, shit. You're right. Oh, yeah. We can watch the first one. We got to do Cool it's Runnings, too. No, I'd rather do Cool Runnings. I would rather first. do Cool Runnings. Okay. All right, guys. We got we 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 uh, we couldn't get to our guests last week because we went too long in the first half. Or we just we just went too long on the goddamn podcast. It was an hour and a half. Too many sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so the the Rays are playing. They they've been playing and they've been playing. Uh, you know, well, we'll see. they've been playing baseball. How, how have they been playing? I don't know. Good, bad. Let's Ugly? let's let's find out. Let's find out if the Rays suck. Check it out, man. Okay, guys. So, uh, we are now joined uh, by a special guest. Did you guys know that we got a special guest? I mean, guest I, I knew show? that. Did I surprise you guys again? No. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You probably fair shouldn't enough. let us talk to him before you are going to bring him on to surprise <laughs> us. This guy was he, he he was supposed to come on last week, uh, but we got a little bit crazy last week. And, so and unprofessional, you guys. God damn so it. So unprofessional. Uh, We're fucking sorry. Okay. This is. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, Evan Bush or L. Bushman. Uh, you can find him at L. Bushman 07 on Twitter. You can hear him on the Whole Nother Level podcast. I think I believe you said twice a week. Uh, yeah, twice a week. It'll be uh, Tuesdays in studio, 6 to 7 p.m., and then uh, Saturdays most of the time, uh, 12 to 1, and then depending on where, where we're going to be at, at Ferg's and other locations that we're at. And we're going to be at Ferg's this, uh, this Saturday broadcasting from Ooh. 2 to 3 before the game. So we'll be there. What's the, what's the best food item? At Ferg's. At, at Ferg's? Yes. Um, we can debate this. I would, you know, I haven't eaten their food in a while. Uh, their wings are pretty badass. I uh, must say that. I, I think it's their cheese fries. Their cheese fries I, are I, I concur. amazing. <laughs> I, I concur. Uh, I would say the, they have a great chicken sandwich, too. They do have a good chicken. The I think it's like the, the Ray Burger or yeah, something they, like that. Yeah, yeah. There's something. They're either Ray yeah. Burger or Ray Sandwich. I think it's called something like that. I it's, think it's I, I actually stopped eating the food after they got shut down for a health violation, though. 
I, you know what? I went back there af- like after that happened. That's the best time. That's the best time Still to go just... back. They're they're all on their <laughs> toes. <laughs> no, it's not, Nick. Because when, when I went there, I went there after the health violations. I legit saw like a roach fall out of the ceiling. I was yeah, like, yeah, but well, know, roaches are everywhere in restaurants. I, I know, and it's restaurant Florida. Business. It is Florida. Yeah, it's hot outside. They're everywhere. So I, I don't care. I look. Look, I love their. I think Ferg's has probably some of the best wings in town, especially if you get the, their Columbia Gold Wings. Um, so good, so good. You guys ever been to a restaurant that like not only has health violations, but like puts it on their sign and stuff? Well, they like have that? to. They have to. Like, no, but not like because they had like they put it with those letters that you put up. Mm. Like we won the Dirty Dish Award or something oh, like boy. that. No, it's like. Yeah, there there was a there was a restaurant. I can't remember the the name for life. I've been trying to think about it. You guys have been talking, but it's well, he, it. They literally is it put, Marbos. We won the Dirty Dish Award on their oh. sign as like a yay, like we won the Dirty Dish Award. Well, I'm gonna show because they gonna had sh- to. I'm gonna show my age here a little bit, or well, maybe not. But there's a there's a late night sushi split place in uh, um, St. Petersburg. There's, that's a good start. Called Heroes. You get half off sushi after 10 o'clock. Everybody would always go to Heroes drunk. Well, they got dirty dining, and I was still like, fuck it. I've, I've, been, there, I've been there before. There's a reason why it's half off after 10 p.m. Well, now it's gone, yeah. right? It's gone now. Now it's like something else. Really? Is it? They oh, probably yeah. killed oh, yeah. somebody. It's way gone. It's like, I'm sure like they were mob you run. You do not go like a, to a place and get $12 worth of sushi and leave full and expect it not to have parasites. That's all For I'm sure, somebody was laundering money through that. Place. Yeah, there like, had to be no some way. kind of illegal front yeah. going on there. <laughs> like, it's there's no way. Anyways, I'm sorry. We're here to talk about the Rays, and um, I thought we were. I think I think we should, guys, because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record here and say that this is this is one of the best teams I've seen in a, in a long, long time since since maybe our last playoff run. Um, which is Whoa. which is which is a neat way to record that sound bite. We have a chance to make the playoffs again this year because this is this is a really good team. You know, I'm gonna actually agree with you, and but I'm gonna agree to a point because uh, what I saw yesterday was you know they have stupid ass mistakes. I mean, what Borges did in the outfield and outfield and letting that pot fly just go right down to the field. I'm like, come on, guys, yep. come on. And so, but you know, we're in the point where. We could. I mean, we're only three games behind. That's the funny yeah. thing is we're right in the thick of this ALE. So if they keep playing the way they are and they've cut down kind of on the bonehead mistakes they were were doing the first part of the season, I think they can make a run at at the AL East. You never know. Yeah. Well, this is a weekend AL East if I've seen one yeah. in the past two or three years. So. I mean, as we're yeah, standing the, the right Yankees now, look it's... like world beaters for like for you know for a good month, and now and now they just kind of they they can't seem to win a game, and then um, you know Boston they uh, they have the offense, but like their their pitching is in question. So I it's, it's wide open. Like it's this is like this is uh, this is exciting. Like to to follow a team, we're exactly where we need to be right now in the season. So. Uh, anything plus, is they've got some upgrades. They've got some upgrades coming too. Wilson Ramos is coming pretty soon. He's lurking. I mean, he's doing pretty what do you, well. What do you in, think Wilson Ramos is going to do for the team? You know, for for signing a guy that that just you know because what is it an ACL MCL at the end of the year yeah. of last year? So, um, you know, you're hoping for the best. So him to come back, and I hope they ease him into the catcher position because you don't want a guy that. I would like to Just, see him DH first. I, you know, I would too. I would love to see him start at DH yeah. and then ease him into that catcher position because you still have Sucre, who's doing pretty well, and then Norris, who sometimes I just want to shoot him in the in the leg because he's <laughs> he's terrible at times. So if they ease him into that that catcher's role, but still have him as the DH, I'm happy with that. 
but if you rush him into it, then you're then you're at risk to doing an injury to his knee again. So I really, I really hope he's going to be that impactful player that he was when he was with Washington, coming to the Rays. I really hope so, and a lot of people do. He's been hitting well in Durham. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's been showing signs that like he hasn't lost his pop or anything like that, but. I don't know, man. That he his knee just got destroyed, yeah. and that's that's really hard to come think, back from. I, your perfect situation here is, I think, is you keep Sucre and you have you have Ramos in there as well. Yeah, sorry, Sucre Norris, is, you're, you're kind of odd. Yeah, I think Norris is, especially with all the domestic violence stuff. I think like you're the odd man. Well, out. I think sorry. when they when they signed Norris, they they kind of knew what they were gonna get, and plus he was yeah, kind of like that him. that catcher for hire. Okay, you're gonna be here till about the summertime, and then you're probably gonna be gone. Which you mm-hmm. know he's gonna tag on with another team as soon as right. Philadelphia's second catcher gets hurt. Right. So I'm, I'm, and, I'm hoping for the best when Ramos comes up. And the potential that Ramos brings to add him into a lineup that already has Logan Morrison and Corey Dickerson, that's mm-hmm. huge. And, and you didn't so even huge. mention Longo. Well, hey. Hey. Oh. all I'm saying is, hey, look, to the rest of the league, he's our big guy. Well, right it's now, true. he's not really the big guy. And he's, yeah. he's. I wish he was. I'm, I'm so. He does this every other year, too. He has one awesome year, and then the next year, it's like. What happened? Can you imagine if we had the long go of last year in this lineup? Oh, We'd be in first place right now. Yeah, we yep. would. And except for the, so the lousy bullpen that we have, that's pretty much blown ten games. We'd be. They're gonna if they got if they really want to make a run at this, they're gonna have to buy at the trade deadline, aren't they? Oh, of have course. To. You have to be. Yeah, you can't. You can't be sellers year after year and expect to make the playoffs by. Well, well, let me ask you guys a question. I'm not, that, is, I'm not saying they would. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, well, let me ask you guys a question. Who do you think is expendable then? If they're gonna be out as buyers this year, going in for you know a middle reliever, which they need desperately, who who's expendable? Uh, maybe they maybe they package Matt Duffy somehow. I want my money back for Matt Duffy. He's well, never coming he, back. Maybe probably lose. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the Giants kind of like were like, "What? This is the medical report. This. Is, what do you mean? This is right when he was like 14. Like, what do you, what do you yeah, mean? I'm I'm actually okay having Beckham stay at short. I'm he's he's doing pretty well this season hitting yeah, wise. I, I mean, his defense is shoddy at times, but. I think we can all just agree uh, is Matt Duffy will never see the field this year. Yeah. This year, yeah. I, I don't be, see it. They, yeah. they transfer him to the 60-day deal. Yeah. Like, him and Andres are both 60-day. Yeah. The way they handled Andres was awful, by the way. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get, let, don't get me started on that. That, that was just uh, – our usual yeah, – we're having a good episode. Really good don't training staff. <laughs> our training staff, which is – Especially so, with pitchers. So good. Yeah, so careful. Pitchers just somehow just like – That one slipped through the cracks. Blew it with injuries. Yeah. I just uh, – Drives me crazy. I was but down. In, your- I was down at Port Charlotte for for spring training and to see them in training camp before the game started. And Matt, you know, Duffy was down there working out, but the way he was working out, it just seemed like they were rushing things and kind of he was overexerting himself because there was a few times walking off the field he was just limping. So if you have a yeah, guy that's... that you traded for is limping at training camp, why are you still having him on the field? <laughs> that's a great yeah, question. That... Why are we seeing him? Yes, that could that that dude that Achilles that Achilles injuries like that man that's that's tough. Yeah, Anything just, with your feet is tough. Yep, because you're always on your feet. Well, I mean, remember what Longo went power. through with the plantar fasciitis? Like Longo was out in and out of the lineup a lot with yeah, that before he finally got like, over it. Yeah. yeah. So what do we think of Plouffe? Be... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to answer. I want to answer what he said about he's expendable. I think we we let's talk about this whole trade deadline thing that we that we kind of brought up because. 
I don't know. I like really. That's a, that's a great question because like I don't know who's expendable. We're, we're so thin at at everything. At we're least just, at the major league level, we're pretty thin. Right yeah. Now. I, would I don't say, know. I think I, I, I think you package a prospect. I, I know that's like a cop out answer, but like I think that you could see them move some maybe some younger players. Yeah, yeah. I would. I here. wouldn't. I wouldn't move a starter right now because Cobb has been meh. Order Rizzi has been meh. Yeah. Um. Even Erasmo. Erasmo had a good start yesterday, but he's been yeah. kind of meh too. And yeah. we so, gotta talk about uh, Ferrari. We will talk about him, but yeah. like, let's, let's go ahead. I'm sorry. Let's stay on topic for a second. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say who would you? I mean, the, the pitching right now is they're not you not you're not gonna sell high or buy. Yeah, it's not the strong suit. Yeah, they, they right now our our pitching rotation is is being saved by our offense, which I would never have said in my life in the past five yeah. or ten. Don't years. worry, we're Bucks fans. We're getting used to this whole switching <laughs> okay. thing too. So I yeah. mean, if you're if you're trying to package a deal with you know, I would go with the prospect route. I would yeah, you maybe. would have to to get a, a middle reliever that's that's open on the market right now and. And you know teams are looking at starting pitching, but they're not looking at the Rays this year for starting pitching. Yeah, when are we ever going to have a lineup that this that's this good? Uh, I, I think I think about maybe. it having this lineup in the back in the day when we had the the the, the days of Rodney, the days when we had a, a strong ass bullpen. We'd be a dynasty. Exactly, we'd be a dynasty. It's no question. You can even yeah, throw so. in Carlos Pena in the mix because he was raking in forty you know forty fifty home runs, but still striking out two hundred times though. I think I well I think the, then I think the overall thing that we're trying to get out here is I think we're we might be okay with mitigating the future this year and just saying okay let's let's maybe buy an arm. I let's think it depends on where exactly they are around the deadline. I don't think you can justify buying if you're sitting at five hundred. Well, no, but no, I mean but if you're still three games out of first, where we are right now, we can speculate that. What do we do? Yeah. yeah. If if they're at the position that they're at at the trade deadline, I would I would go all in and and and. And buy, like buy big. Yeah, I would agree. Because if you're trying to make a run at this, with the ALS, ALS is so close right now between Boston, New York, and, and Tampa, you got to go in. Okay, we're we're going in on this. You don't honestly well, see the, the ALS being this anemic next year, right? Um, I don't think Boston has any pitching, man. Like, and they're I, winning I right now. Besides or... Sale, and I mean, well, they have okay, they have the big arms, but I don't think they're performing up to like. Sale is, but I don't know about Price. I don't think uh, I think Porcel is regressed. If yeah, I remember. Like, I would say yeah. Price doesn't even want to be in Boston anymore. He's just collecting the checks. Oh uh, yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I would say looking at the next year, the way it finishes out, Tampa and in New York would be the teams that go to be the one, one and two because, you know, New York's in a funk right now. But that team that they have with all those young guys with Judge, you know, it's it's insane. And, and the guy that surprised me the most most, and I read I wrote him off before the before the beginning of the season was Cece Sabathia. Zabathi has been surprising the hell out of me. I guess he, he has been, he's yeah. been eating cheeseburgers again and eating donuts. That I was about way. to say, he, when he got skinny, he got bad. When he got sober, he got bad. <laughs> <laughs> and, but well, like, that, that whole, the thing that they need to do in the offseason next, next year is go get some pitchers, which they don't, but they, they will, because Tanaka's having a funky year, and then Sabathia, who, who knows how long he'll be left in a Yankee uniform. So if they, if they get a rotation like they had before, a couple of years ago, they'll be scary with that lineup that they have now. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, Sabathia sort of changed his style from like beat you with his stuff to like beat you from like picking the corners. <laughs> right. And, like, he's like, only like, he's only topping out like at like ninety one, ninety two for his fastball. So you're telling yeah, he me just he completely changed his style. Yeah. He became a pitcher rather than a flamethrower. Right. Yep. 
Basically, he be, he went from Stanic. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 um, we gotta talk about the uh, I don't know if you want to call it the elephant in the room, but I mean this is like this is one of the big stories over the past couple of weeks is Jake Faria, uh, yeah. being only the second raised pitcher to to win his first three starts. By the way, majors. it's Faria. Faria. It's okay. Can I got the last me, name can, wrong too. Can anybody name me the other pitcher that Jeremy Hellickson? Jeremy Hellickson. Jeremy Hellickson. He's on Just the that Eagles name now? starts putting me to sleep. Like he, he's on the who, Phillies. Yeah, yeah, Phillies. Phillies. He's uh, he's going to be dangled as trade bait this year. I think Hellickson's going to be on the block for for the Phillies because he's having an R year this year. How how is he out of the pen? Maybe maybe we'll bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> God. So let, let me ask and you. And now so, for the record for the longest seventh inning ever. So Faria, is it Faria, right? I keep getting saying it's Faria. Call him Jake for now. It's Faria. Yeah. Faria. So Faria is doing, he's, he's doing well right now. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people asking questions about, okay, do you bring back Snell? I say no. Keep Snell down in the minors if, if he's doing yeah, still right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. I was, Snell's kind of building his confidence down there. He's he's one he like he just had a, he pitched a really good game. I think he went six with eight strikeouts in Durham the other night. He's, you know he's he's, he's been you know what they could do, and this is this is kind of hypothetical. When we're talking about prospect wise and maybe pitching wise, if you're going to go out and get a big arm for the trade deadline, you can put Blake Snell in that package deal. I was just thinking. <laughs> no, no, no. Hear me out. This is a good idea for one reason. One reason alone. He is so up in the air right now. You can dangle him as something bigger than he is, even if he does not reach that potential, or right. if he does. I don't know. I feel like that's a name that other major league baseball general managers, you know, they would have an interest in because. Yeah, I know. It just it. Sucks. I've just always been in the camp of don't give up on potential too soon. Yeah. Well, look at look at how many teams could use a big him. lefty, yeah. like that. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. hypothetically, if you were trying to go prospect-wise and trying to get a big arm at the trade deadline, I say Blake Snell because right now he's in the, he's down in Durham and he's lighting it up. So think about – I mean, you can even get it back a big-ass hitter for somebody like you that. Just, you guys earlier alluded to you'd, you'd think – I mean, Anthony, you said it was a cop-out, but you said it was – you'd like to see a prospect moved. It's a cop out if I don't name a prospect. If like I'm just like, uh, oh, just throw a prospect in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just saying. Sure. As of okay. right now, he is a prospect. Yep. And yeah, and you can't yeah. predict the future. Okay, nobody could have predicted like Will Myers going out in the San Diego and doing what he's doing after you know he had a what a broken wrist and then batted two thirty mm-hmm. and he was just terrible at the race. So you can't you can't predict him, you know, somebody like that going and, and having great success in another team. You can't you can't. He's buried over there on that terrible team, you know. but yeah, he's it's still like it's it's hard to watch. Like obviously, you would like to have him on your roster. We didn't but... even try him at the right position, though. I mean, right. what do you what do you want? <laughs> I mean, the dude, the, the guy caught in college. You can't convert him into a catcher, which we've needed. It's true. <laughs> Give me a fucking. Man, I don't know. They wanted to force him into right field so bad. Like they were, they were just like, nope, right field. Well, well, coach, I, I don't know. I can play no, right field. Right field. <laughs> well, the, the long, the long-standing history of the Tampa Bay Rays and their failures at catchers, and and passing on catchers, i.e., Buster Posey, where you could have taken Will Myers and and converted him back to catcher. Let's make Corey Dickerson a catcher. Fuck that. Let's His arm something. sucks. Is there any way we 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 sign Corey Dickerson to anything? I was just thinking that, but no. No. No, if he, no you're mean, looking well, at the newest Yankee. He's still got a year on his contract, doesn't he? Like, I think like a year or yeah, two Yeah, he's left. here for a couple of years, yeah. 
Well, who knows he what he'll do up. next season? Because right. I mean, this is coming off of an average season where he was heavier, and now he lost what twenty pounds in the off season. Now he's just raking it in. God, he's raking. raking Watch this guy. I swear to God, if they if they trade him at the trade deadline, I'll punch whoever in the face. <laughs> oh God! Uh, yeah, I'll kill myself. I will punch I will Mark Topkin in the face. We will fight Raymond. Yeah. No, I'll, yeah. actually, I'll I'll make sure DJ Kitty is is neutered in pain. <laughs> we'll do like a we'll do like an old school like '90s gang beat in to, for with. Raymond. It'll be that scene from The Office. office just <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Hold, I'm trying. I'm, I don't I don't know his contract details. If if he keeps this up throughout the next the duration of his contract with us, there's no way we keep him. No, there's absolutely just, no not. Way yeah, he's hell. just too good. Yeah, there's a, the Yankees are going to swoop in or somebody. Or Boston Chicago or, or any of the yeah. other. No, no, he's a no, club. No, no, no. We'll, he's a we'll, club. No, 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 no. We'll, <laughs> well, we'll trade him. They could. I mean, later. depending on how much money they get from to the, the TV, no, from the TV deals. You're right. Because the TV money kicks in next year. So that's yeah. really. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it does. kicks I in do. next year. So depending on what they get from the TV money, you could keep Wait, guys. You can sign big guys. Does that make our roster like $78 million? Oh. <laughs> I think it bumps it up, what, 66 No, just kidding. <laughs> I th- I, I, yeah, uh, uh, good point. I, I didn't realize that it kicked in next year. Morrison's I, gone after this year. Yeah, I got to imagine. But I'm fine with think- You know what? I'm fine with that because you, got, you have Bowers – Gillespie down in the minors that could fill in nicely. I feel like Morrison is this is like the exception to the rule rather than the rule because he's, he's had just a having like a ridiculous season. Yeah. Well, he's he's got the he's got the uh, the luxury of hitting around Corey Dickerson and Evan Longoria. Oh, yeah, absolutely, right now. I mean, you oh, know yeah. when you're protected and people are gonna like, well, well, at least we get this guy. Yeah, you get you get at least we get this guy pitches. That's what happens. And you gotta look at look his at body him. of work too. He's not. That great of a first baseman? No, he's, he's go. He's he has. I think he's on uh, par for right now to being the bottom third of uh, first baseman. I heard on Major League Baseball talk. So if you're I if you're gonna go after if, you, if you're gonna go after Morrison in the off season, you have to look. Okay, he had a shit year last year, and then this year he's raking it in. But his 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 fielding is terrible. So you yeah. know what you're gonna get. You maybe get a guy that's gonna rake in this kind of numbers, but his defense is shit. So. Uh, but I feel like since Kevin Cash has taken over, they've put an emphasis on shitting in terms of they have <laughs> shit defense. for sure. Yeah, yes. the shittiest defense. It's so bad watching them sometimes. It like I think the series they're terrible base it. runners too. Oh my god. That well, well Malik for, Smith is a good base runner, but <laughs> this is what like this it? is like what was the, the, the series they had a couple weeks ago where they throw they threw the ball around all the way around. They luckily they got the guy out at home, but oh, yeah, so many missed a little league was, home run. I wanted to play the Harlem Globetrotters theme in the background yeah. while watching that. It was so bad. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I think it was. Um, Were the Washington Generals? Was it the, was it the Blue Jays or I, I don't know? Yeah, it, it, I did. I saw that highlight. It was crazy. Even even last night with that fly ball to Borges, and he's just looking at it like, "What do I do?" What do well, I what do? makes it even worse is just is it, it, just the fact that. Um, it's kind of like Bucks fans back in the day, but like Bucks are used to like such great defenses, and then all of a sudden we're we're giving up thirty points to you know to to whoever each game. It's kind of the same way. I alluded just, to like, this earlier. It's it, we're it's an exchanging of we're spoiled. We're just <laughs> we're used to, we're used to, we're used to turning the double play every time. Yeah, we are to, used to, to good defense, you know, a good pitch. Boom boom boom. 
you know, that's what we're used to. You know, we're not used to seeing, you know, uh, uh, Daniel Robertson to Tim Beckham and then over to Logan Morrison. I would, <laughs> I would argue, I would argue in terms of entertainment value. Oh, it's entertaining. This is better. This is better to watch, but in terms of being effective, it's obviously less effective. I just, I think we've had this conversation before, Kyle, but the Rays are always going to have a hard time finding players that can do both because of their yeah, salary right. restrictions. Yeah, we're always going to be you're bad either going to you're either going to pay a guy projects. to hit or you're going to pay a guy to play defense, yep. but you're not going to pay yep. you're not going to pay many guys. To I, I will like, I will say up. this about this team this year: they're actually exciting to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. not according to the attendance. Even when they're playing bad, they're still fun to watch. Sometimes. Yeah. Did you did you just bring up the attendance, Nick? Did you, did you just do that? I did. We did. You know, and that's that? that's such a it, it, you're beating a dead horse with those conversations. And yesterday was you actually are. a pretty good crowd because they had oh, I don't know how many children there it was Parks and Rec Day at the at the top. Oh god, oh, dude! Oh god, oh, god. it was scary. At the time. A little, little zip, like it was a wee. so every time they had uh, you know make some noise. Uh, I don't know how many thousands of kids. It was a screeching yell. It was like almost demonic like. <laughs> Watch how loud that guy. Oh my! It was demonic. I thought the the trap was gonna open up and Satan himself was gonna come through and like demons were gonna fly up because it was that demonic. It that's, was effective. That's, that's very promising. Seeing that I'm gonna have a kid in a week. So. <laughs> Congratulations! Thank you very much. This is, that, I'm terrified. Guy who sits up, so sits I, I don't know. I don't know. So speak, speaking of attendance, and I don't know if you guys saw this on Twitter. So I had it out with some guy on Twitter about uh, the Rays and like attendance and. He was saying, "Oh, the, the really? I feel like that's a that's a fool's errand. Who who does those sort of things? Yeah, exactly. has, so has that with this guy, about. he was a Yankees fan, so I don't know why he was chiming in saying, "Oh, the the Rays should have been traded to Montreal." Oh boy! And I'm like, "Why traded? Trade? Yeah, I was like, For "Why?" Who? I was asked him. I was like, "Explain to me why." And he's like, "Well, you know, the market's doing well in Montreal. The TV ratings are doing well." I'm like, "No, that. Why should a team go back to a city oh, that yeah. it, baseball failed before?" Also, that guy's alluding to two games in the preseason that yes. or spring training, and they sold out. Well, duh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure any city can sell out two baseball games in the spring training that doesn't have baseball. So I had it out with him for a while. It was pretty entertaining because he just couldn't give me anything. He was like, oh, it's TV ratings. Ratings equals viewership. I'm like, you're not giving me a good reason why this team should leave. No, it, 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 yeah, that's what it always comes down to, and then like those dudes. Our are, TV ratings are good. Our TV ratings are great. Yeah, and then, yeah. Like, they, so, so what the fuck? Like what? You, it, our, so our TV ratings don't matter, but yours do. Like, is that no, the whole thing? We just got like, we got a bad stadium in a bad location, and that's really all it is. I mean, it's just it's it's going to change, and I and I full, I hundred percent believe that it's we're just gonna we're gonna get our new deal, and that's that'll be it. Like, there's no way you leave a, like this market. Like when you look at the, what the Lightning and the Bucks are capable of doing, like. Stu Sternberg certainly would would say like, well, well, look at this, yeah, okay, clearly like other sports work down here, baseball can work down here as well. Where do you guys think the, just, the new stadium should go? It'll be in Tampa. I, I hate to say it, but I mean it's going to be in Tampa. That's where he wants to be. Look, but it needs to be in Tampa for the Rays to survive down here. It needs to be where the people are not willing to travel, or or, or um, sorry, vice versa. Um, so I think it's proven that people in St. Pete would go to the Bucks games. Slash the lightning games. But what you can't say is that people from Tampa will come down to St. Pete for the Rays games. It's just. Yeah, I, I don't know. But now I now I think it's um, 
because I, I think the uh, the whole Blake High School area is that a, is, that is the question like that whole like right by Amelie is mm-hmm. that the question so now I now well, along the river yeah, yeah. I, now I think it's going to be closer to like where Ikea is like it'll be in Ybor. that general yeah I think it'll be like Ybor area I, I had this or, I would had this idea where you put it at the fair the fairgrounds right where the casino e, that's well that that was brought up well, he, early in the process far. here's why here's why it could it, it could work you have Traffic from 75, so they don't have to go over the Howard Franklin, which is a nightmare. We all know that. And then you have people coming from I-4, so you have the, that Orlando crowd coming, too. So you can have Tampa people from 75, I-4 people from Orlando, then people from Sarasota, where I'm at, where I'm at and Brainton, and, and those areas, too. You can get right off the interstate and go right to the stadium without any kind of trouble with Howard Franklin. That's true, but that's kind, My of, what, that's kind of what they say about the trap. Like they said, the oh, how, you know, Sunshine Skyway's there. Go, go ahead. My counter argument for that would be, I think baseball is a sport where people just want to go. Hey, man, you want to go to the baseball game tonight? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's sure. totally what it is. There's and then they just, just so go. Mini like, baseball games. Yeah, exactly. Like it, I, I think the argument is if it's close to the the mass, mm-hmm. the mass of people. More people would just go on a whim just to go. Yeah, like, I, let's I, just go to the game. It, like, I, that's I go why to twenty to games a year. Yeah. I go to 20 games a year, and I would not go to those 20 games if if the 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 Rays were in Tampa. But I can walk out my front door and throw a rock and hit Tropicana Field, and so I go to 20 games a year. It's little. That's what it is. Like, hey, what are you doing tonight? Nothing. Let's go to the Rays game. All right, cool. If they were going like, to keep the stadium in St. Pete, which you know they might do, they, what they need to do is just make it into a smaller stadium and have it maybe your max yeah. max count for seats would be 25,000. Because yeah, I think tw- I, I actually I think they'll, they'll probably do like thirty thousand. I think thirty thousand. I would even say thirty was is too much because you're trying to fill. Even now it's so tough to fill thirty thousand. You know, even I mean thirty eight is the max capacity in there. So if you if you drop it down to a twenty five thousand seat capacity stadium, keep it in in the area of St. Pete, but move it kind of closer to north and get it out of that area where it's at. Now of course Ferg's is going to lose a lot of business. You know, yep. but um if you put it near where. Everything is at off Central and Fourth, where all the the business, like the bars, all the restaurants, all the trendy stuff that's off of Beach Boulevard. You can have a stadium yeah. on the waterfront and have all the. And the thing that that bothers me the most is the Rays don't have a lot of corporate sponsorships. They got nothing. No. Put it where the it's pier is. Yeah, you could. You could put it <laughs> wanna, right there I, on the waterfront. I want to bring this up. The Braves just opened a new stadium in Atlanta. I happened to catch a little bit of a Rays game the other night. That stadium was fucking empty, man. Yeah. It was empty. It was it a ghost a, town. A and the Braves thing. have always had empty stadiums. And Yankees do, too. I, yeah, they're yeah. even having tough times filling Yankee Stadium right now. So baseball yeah, I is, don't, you know. I don't want the Rays. I don't want people to think, because I feel like a lot of people think, if they get a new stadium, we're just going to sell out every game. No, like, that's not the case in Major League Baseball No, it's not going to be the case. Like We're still going to have nights where the stadium's pretty empty. But I was going to say, like... The location and what goes on around the stadium and where it is and, you know, and I think the weekend series, you'll see a jump in attendance and stuff like that. But I don't think this, you know, maybe at first we're going to get, like, a string of sellouts. We probably will if it's a brand-new stadium. Oh, of course, yeah. But, like... That shit wears off, man. Oh, yeah. And, and then you're left with where the stadium is and what's around it to draw people to the game. You yeah, also, I don't you care. also have to make the stadium experience an experience, too, because if you're, if, right. and especially if you go over to the Tampa Bay area where the Bucks, the Lightning are, and there's so much other things to do. I mean, even, you know, channel. I actually heard today Channel Side is going to be demolished to put in a waterfront park now. 
Oh yes, so I heard that. You yeah, have to compete. Awesome. You have to compete with all that other stuff that's around your surrounding area. So you have to make that stadium a, an experience that people want to go to. So you have to kind of make it an open air stadium. You have to put stuff in it where it's going to draw, you know, people to come. I mean, granted, you're not going to have it open where the fucking god awful sun is going to beat down on you. But um, you know, I they actually I was invited to one of those stadium panels where they had like ten to fifteen people and they asked us what would you like in a stadium. And one of the ideas was they have a way of now putting a clear bubble over a top of a stadium so you can have the actual light shine through, but it's not going to make you sweat your ass off. So you can do that. I was going to say, like, I would love glass paneling. Like just like a bunch of like windows yeah, or something. Careful, like that. that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's like a green like, like it looks like the, like the inside of a mall. You know when you look up at a mall and you see those big like skylights. Yeah, yeah. like that. Like that'd be cool. I want the best of yeah. I do want the best of both worlds because I love the air conditioning of the trap. I love like tailgating out there and then like coming in and you're like ah <laughs> yes like, yeah. well, like that's it wasn't best. like that yesterday. Holy shit, it was hot in there. The air was, was the air. I, out or I something? don't know. Maybe it was like the amount of drinking I was doing or the amount of <laughs> meat I was smoking. What's that substation <laughs> that always blows up? 16th Street substation. Oh, yeah. it was, I've never been hot in the trop. That's a Twitter account. It's hilarious. For, it, it was the, the first time goes. I was hot in the trop. It was so bad. <laughs> I But the thing is, is like I don't care where you put it. Like You put, them, put it in downtown Tampa. Ten, five, ten, five to ten years from now, we're having the same conversation. If the Rays are, you know, a terrible, they're like they're, yeah, twelve thousand yeah. a night. Yeah, that's just it's just the that's the long and short of it. I just that's why I think that ultimately it's going to get done because it, it it really doesn't matter where you put it. It's just it's just getting their new stadium. Like I, there's there's plenty to do down here in St. Pete. There's plenty to fucking do. The same thing with Tampa, but, but I realize that Tampa is like the the more populous Tampa's area. Tampa's downtown needs to step it up. Well, yeah. I think well, it's well, Bushman talked about earlier. It's where the more the corporate sponsors are because the Bucks right. Yeah, you also yeah, have yeah. to have you guys noticed when you're going to downtown, uh, like Channel Side area and New Tampa and Soho is you see all this advertising for the Bucks and Lightning, but you hardly see anything for the Rays. There's no Ray yet. Oh, no I, think, Ray. I feel like that's intentional. Well, they you know, want, well, if you're if you're trying to sell a team to a, a larger market, which is Tampa Bay, your marketing department for the Rays needs to get on that shit. Yeah, and you go better over. have you better have Seminole and Hillsborough County uh, signs up because exactly. It, and you, so their marketing department, whatever the fuck they're doing, they need to go over in Tampa Bay and be like, "Look, we've got a team too. We need to we need to have some banners up here for this team instead of having just the Tampa Bay Lightning in the box." Oh, dude, they're do, they're doing nothing. I drive up and down US 19 every day. I see nothing. Yeah. The only the only raise advertising I've ever seen on a billboard is from Fox Sports, and that's it. I see a lot that's of Lightning TV. stuff on 19. There's there's oh, even a few bucks. That's on. it. That's it. Just yeah. bucks and lightning, but you, nothing for yeah. the race. No. Yeah, the, even the lightning got when they were in the making that deep playoff run. Dale Mabry, like every light post had like a lightning player on. Yep. That was, and that's down. the thing is, is they had the player with the name and the number underneath, and it was like that's how you get to know your team. I yep. I've been following the Rays closer this season than I did last season. I know half of the roster. Well, we're just we're in a bad situation. I think I think the Rays don't want to really like like it hurts Stu's case for people to show up like and it, of and it does. It, it's a bad situation right now. Like the, the once they get the new stadium, I think you'll see that change. I, I just I, oh yeah, you're gonna see a change. He needs yeah. to he needs to go have some more power lunches with uh, the Lightning's over Jeff Finnick and be like, dude, what are yeah. you doing? Because <laughs> the way this. Please, the way the the Lightning can pack Amelie Arena on a nightly basis. And you can't do that for a baseball game, which is also inside too, blows my mind. I'll it's say this because it's an experience. It, it, exactly, it's, ex- on, it, it's an experience inside Emily Arena. I love going to hockey games. 
And yeah, I know nothing how about long, hockey. How long have the have the Lightning played at that at that same venue? Since um, ninety most of their existence. Most of their existence, yeah. right? Yeah. Like my mom has never asked me to go to a lightning game until Jeff Fennick bought the team and made it an experience to go there. She's like, Hey, we should go to a lightning game. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. The, the light, the lightning went through that whole, okay. Hockey phase. And that it was awful. It was awful. Like it, the arena was dead. It felt like there was just nothing going on. And then Vinnick comes in and just swoops it's the place in to be. and just makes it this just like, yeah. Like if you want to be seen in the Bay area, you go to a lightning game. You know, it's one of the most genius things I think that they do is that they, they designate like social captains and it's just it's 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 um it's just it's always somebody that has like a big following on social media and and just is able to like kind of you Drum know show business. off like like look how cool this is like like they make mm -hmm. it the cool thing like like the, the Rays are terrible at that I got invited the Bucks are getting better I got invited to sit in the Chase Club at a Lightning game which probably never happened to me again but dude the experience of sitting there in the service and they had a room that they sell cigars you can yep. go get a humidor oh, you're yeah, absolutely correct yeah, i would die it's just like it's such like a I, yeah i'm at a hockey game and i'm watching hockey but also like i feel like i'm just at like a nice restaurant just hanging out like eating food and, and like it's just such a different atmosphere than anything in the area like and it's hard to do that. Like I, I totally agree. Like it's hard to do it at like a baseball game or a football game. But like, I don't know. I think hockey just lends itself to that kind of thing because it's such a, it's a smaller environment where they can really take care of everybody more so than like at a sixty thousand seat football stadium where everybody's basically cattle inside of it, just getting herded to their seats well, and stuff like that. Maybe the number of attendees has something to do with it. Because I think sellout for them is like twenty one thousand and change. It is. That's what I'm saying. It's a smaller atmosphere and environment. It's, it's easier to take care of everybody too. when there's less people. Exactly. That's why the that's ratio is scale it down and go twenty five thousand in a stadium. I that's why I, I think you might <laughs> have be onto something because a 25,000-seat stadium with 20,000 fans in it looks more impressive than even Even when having a stadium at 25 max and you have even like 13, 14, 15,000 mm -hmm. in there still looks pretty yep. good. Yep. It's perspective. What, are, what do they do to Tropicana if the Rays move out? Make it the dump it was? When they, you tear it down. Uh, you tear yeah, it down tear and, down and, and you put a water park there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Volcano Isn't there like some sort of like – problem with what's underneath it or it something like no no that was that was it's on top of an indian burial burial ground it, I think. no it used to be a uh it, was, it used to be <laughs> a cold classification Florida. plant and like there was there was a bunch of stuff holy shit we it. lost dickerson in the tv yeah. oh god <laughs> what <laughs> no, are we gonna do what they'll do they'll, what they'll do is just move more white people there and, and like move on like that's <laughs> because that's what's happening at AP right now they're just they're just you move into your, you move into your new home and they give you a piece there's of a fucking, field. there's like, an orange theory fitness going going up right around my gym and there's so many people fucking it's, it's all becoming trendy. corporate and it's yeah it's man, becoming man trendy. It's everywhere just, it's very trendy i hate what's happening in downtown very hip, right? Right? i hate what's no it is it's it is right I, and i want area. to say that way it's i want i want st pete to stay hipster but like it's going to turn into like white like hey we come down to beach drive like beach drive is just going to take over all of st pete it's just it's it's awful I'm not a fan of over, overpriced drinks and horse yep. horsey Kyle's going to move to plant yep. city Local six six two is closing down, and it's 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 horseshit. Like all these all these cool ass places that used to be open, and like you go see like cool punk bands. That's what the that's what happens, man. I, I don't, don't get me started on saying. Kyle just put on his hipster glasses. <laughs> Anywho, okay, do, do guys do the race suck? I, I, you know, no, I, I they they've surprised the hell out of me. 
this year. I'm going in. I had low expectations for this team, yeah. and now the way they've been playing, even though it's god awful sometimes, the way their offense is carrying both the pitching and the defense, they're they're in a good spot. And on my show, I have one of the guys on the show is not, he's a Yankees fan, and then I have another guy that's on the show that's a Boston fan. Oof. So we have yeah, yeah, yeah the cream of the crop. Table. We have the, the cream of the crop when it comes to the AL East on, on, on our show. So when we get into AL East talk, it's like, okay, who the who's going to end the season? And we're all like, oh, you know, they were like, oh, the Rays ain't going to do shit. Well, the, the Yankees lost seven in a row and, and made a little cushion for us to come back and be three games behind. So what you going to do? So, mm-hmm. They're in a great position. If they're like this at the all-star break, they're going to be fine the rest of the way. They just need that one extra piece. And then the, and okay. hopefully it's a, it's a bullpen guy. Because I cannot Agreed. stand any more games where they're blowing fucking leads <laughs> to a fucking pitcher like Jumbo Diaz or oh uh, god Alvar- or Alvarado did pretty good yesterday, but but guys that just blow leads for no reason. Okay, raise those up. That a babe. <sighs> well, this was this was a good show. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're good. You're a good guest, man. Yes, there's, there's, there's guests. Yeah. You, I appreciate yeah. you letting us talk and. <laughs> You guys should definitely come to Ferg's on Saturday, man. We've got, you know, we, we do our show, we have fun there, and, you know, we do our thing, and we, we love to have Expand people on. Expand upon that a little bit. So is it just Saturdays? So, you know, we actually have a set schedule when we're, you know, we're going to be there. Of course, you know, I have a day job. I, you know, do, I don't do this every day. I wish I would. You know, I could. Um, yeah, so we, same. before we, um, when myself and my, my co-host, Eric Wilson, uh, went up and we talked to Mark and had a set schedule. We like we're gonna be here at these home stands. It was pretty much we set the the schedule as we're gonna be there at the home stands that are gonna generate the most atmosphere, that generate the most foot traffic that's gonna be able to come see our show. So, um, you know, when we're there, it's it's we have a you know we have a panel there. We talk about the games and have a good time and everything. So, being and having that experience, you know, we're not gonna go there when they're having a, a weekend series against fucking the Reds. Well, yeah, the Reds exactly. But you know, since we were there yesterday. <laughs> I didn't even know they're gonna have that big of a crowd. So it was luckily they bust in like ten thousand kids yesterday to have that crowd. And since bring in the kids, <laughs> it's like they keep them. They in should a tap in the market more often because they get a lot of people in there. So we were lucky enough to have myself and Eric there because our our day job, we had our team go there. We had free tickets, so we went. I was like, well, we're gonna have our girl Natasha in the press box. Why don't we just do a couple of live segments during the game, and that way we can just generate buzz on Twitter and then go from there. And we, we, we did that. So, um, you know, we have we have games where we go, and I wish we could be in the press box every day, but of course we don't have that limited. We have limited access of what we have and, and able to do. So when we're up there, we go up there, guns blazing, and, and do what we do. So, I was one little thing on the Reds. I was surprised by their their way crowd. But then my dad reminded me they used to spring train here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The, anytime yeah. there's an odd number of opposing fans, it's because of there being a spring training umpteen miles away from our hometown. I'm That's sure my dad, used to, see, from my dad used to come to because uh, Scooter Gannett is from Sarasota. So you have probably a Sarasota crowd come up and probably watch him as well. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And, and, and like anytime the odd NL team comes here, there's always going to be a big uh, dude. When the Cubs come here, I'm going to lose my fucking I was just mind. about to say that, man. That, those two games, holy shit. I'm going to lose my mind. I'll say this much. I'm going to be so pissed. You want to make interleague play more exciting, exchange the rules. You make National League parks 
play American League DH and you make American League parks, make the pitcher pitch. You, I would so go to, I would so go to a Rays game if I got to see Archer hitting. That would be oh, awesome. That would be a disaster. He's it not would be Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> yes, but the next time we go get to play the Nationals, our DH gets to play. So, you know, there's a give and take. I, I just, I think you, you you expose the markets to the others type of baseball, and you you know drum up a little business. I like that Maybe idea. Not bad. Yeah, it's a simple cool. we'll thing. That's why I like it. Well, um. I, I personally, I think the rule should be that you should only sell the away team 300 tickets, and that's it. You want us to not have a baseball team tomorrow? <laughs> Anyways, okay. All right, we got. Let, let's let's get out of here. Um, uh, and I I got nothing to plug. There's nothing to plug. Follow us all on Twitter. I'm at Kyle WOTB. Anthony's at Strike Twice WOTB. Nick is at Nick WOTB. And, of course, you can find L. Bushman, Evan, at L. Bushman 07. And um, let's do some bold predictions. Nikita Kucherov? Yeah, Nikita Kucherov. Going to resign. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys pissed yeah, that uh, they, let, they traded Drew in away? I don't want to talk about it. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. It's a subject. Uh-oh. Get a nerve. Get on your way out. Why don't you get the fuck off the show? I opened up Pandora's box. God damn it. Put it back. Put it back. Do you want to warm it? You want to warm it? Warm blanket and a hug after that. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm going to come to oh, first, and I expect that. It's salty. Salty, salty. Alex Cobb throws a perfect game. Yep, every week. Every, every week, week until we're right. God damn it. Um, I'm going to say Johnson is also traded. Tyler Ooh, Johnson. That's an actual oh, wow. bold prediction. I'll write that down. Not really. <laughs> Jameis Winston throws. Did you guys see the predictions uh, that came out this came out today with the prediction for the Bucks record? What was there, what was that? Twenty four seven sports, and I don't really know much about them. Predicted the Bucks, eight and fucking eight. Um, uh, that'd be disappointing. Yeah, regress. They they have them regressing. I've heard less about twenty four seven sports than I have. Um, the Onion. They're big in uh, <laughs> they're big in recruiting. They're big in like college recruiting, but other than that, like no one falls in for anything else. So no, it's fine. Maybe they don't know what's going on at the next level. They probably don't. I, look, it, predictions don't don't take predictions. So it's like anything but a prediction. That's everybody predictions come out in June, which is kind of weird. Exactly. Like some dude talked about like the Vegas taking Schuster and him being on the ice in the third period to protect leads. Like that was a thing that somebody said. And somebody so, took time to write that yeah. article. You're right. <laughs> yeah, someone took time to write that that little paragraph in their expansion draft mock draft. So fuck off. <laughs> don't take those for face value. <laughs> Kyle? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking, I was totally missing everything you just said there, and yep. I agree. I agree. Yep. Agree with all of that. Um, all right, guys. Well, I usually go to you to end the show. So. Uh, well, I'm, the, 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 the show's over. We're doing. Yeah. 
that was the show. Uh, Evan, thank you so much for coming on. No, man. thank you guys. Fun. Thank you for having me on here. It was a fun time. And make sure you guys come out to Fergs uh, this Saturday from uh, 2 to 3. Whole Nother Level will be there broadcasting live at Fergs. You're going to have to come there again. Listen to the Whole Nother Level podcast. Subscribe to them on iTunes. Um, 1803.com. And then we're also streaming live through uh, WRPR, Rat Pack Radio Sports, and Raw Talk Online as well. Yeah, it's so, like you hit a button, you had that ready. Like, like you just had that Why don't we Shameless have a button? Kyle goes on our podcast and they ask him to plug things. He's like, I can't remember. <laughs> we got a button. <laughs> <laughs> we got a button. It's called, it's called the Jameis button. It's called, hell no. <laughs> we some uh, dogs. We, we some dogs. Dog, we ain't no puppies. puppies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Rate right, review us on iTunes. That was Worth the Bay. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And we'll see you guys. He's Evan. We'll see you next week.